Hi, you're listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. And um, as you know, over the many series, I've had my children and my wife on this, and um, I've had plenty more requests of people asking to hear more from my family. So today, I've got my special little boy, Ali DeBella, with me, and I asked him what topic we wanted to talk about, and he said, Dad, I'd like to interview you about family life. So um, I'm going to get interviewed today by my little young man who's uh, 10 years old and um, let's see how this goes. Ali, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> Always a pleasure to have you. You've got a bit of a following out there, 8,500 listeners listening to the Flashcast by PDB and yours rate was some of the best. So uh, firstly, thank you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll hand over to you and you take the reins. Go, far away. Okay, so first question. What's it like raising children when they're just just born, newborn babies? Okay, newborn babies. Well, Annika obviously was first, your sister, who's two years older than you. And I have to say, um, both were amazing experiences and a little bit different. Of course, the first one when Annika was born was very scary. So it was exciting but scary because you don't know what to expect. Um, as we say, you don't know what you don't know. And the first time you see this little magical baby that's so tiny and your, you know, your mum was carrying Annika around for nine months and then you see it for the first time, it gets very emotional. So it's this big excitement, but it's also very scary. And of course, when you were born, we already knew what to expect, but geez, when you came out, it, the excitement was just the same and the warmth and the feeling. And we felt so privileged because we were always said we'd love to have a girl and a boy. And of course, we'd be happy with whatever we were given, but by God, um, we ended up, and very fortunate, to have a pigeon pair, to have a, uh, a, a beautiful girl and a beautiful little boy. So the feeling is just indescribable, and parents out there will, will, will understand that it's, it's very hard to put into words what it feels, but it's this whelming, overwhelming of emotion that comes over you um, that just fills your life with so much joy and fulfilment. Since you said that it's indescribable, I'm going to make you describe it. Describe it in a sentence. The most magical, at times scary, thing that you'll ever embark on in your life. I can tell you a lost for words there. Second question, well, third question, but. So, when you were raising me, some people know that I had a bad habit of throwing things, utensils, around the room at a restaurant. <laughs> yes, I remember. Not just utensils, but yes. What was it like in a situation where I, like, throw a fork at somebody's lap? Well, we had to be always prepared with you, little man, and uh, we still are, but thank God you grew out of that habit. But yes, we talk about it often. You had this habit that as soon as we'd sit down in a cafe or restaurant, and we obviously go out to cafes and restaurants a lot, being in the industry, but as soon as we'd sit down at a cafe or restaurant, if we didn't clear the table within... 10, 15 seconds, your eyes would focus in on a salt and pepper shaker or a fork or a napkin or whatever was on the table. And as soon as no one was looking, you'd pick it up and you'd throw it. And the most hilarious one that you've heard me tell people is when you grabbed a piece of toast off my plate and when I wasn't looking and you threw it across the room and it landed on a man's face. And uh, lucky he saw the funny side to that and it still brings a smile to my face watching this piece of toast fly across the room and land in someone's face. But you tell you what, you had a magic arm on you. No wonder you, you can throw a ball really well, you can box really well and you can do anything with your hands pretty well because from a young age you could hurl things across a room like no tomorrow. How did um, 
all of these conditions with children affect your single life, like doing your own thing? Okay. Well, of course, I'm not single. I'm married to your beautiful mama. But um, doing my own thing, I get that, yes. Well, there's three areas of your life, as I always talk about, and you know because you do your goal setting around that, personal, professional, and family. And so on a personal level, of course, once you have children, your focus is on children because it's one of the most, you know, the biggest responsibilities you'll ever have is to look after, guide, care for, you know, provide the right nature and nurture your children. And of course, at the same time, we've always had businesses, as you know. So, you know, and business, whilst it's different when you have people that work for you, they're like children as well. So you, you need to provide and look after them. However, so on a personal level, as you know, I went on this journey and I dad put on a lot of weight because uh, I didn't have time to focus on myself as much as I should have. So my health um, was suffering because, you know, something always happens that you don't look after all the time. So I went from, you know, being quite healthy to putting on a lot of weight, which meant that it affected me. It affected my mood. It affected me being able to play with you as often as I wanted to and all the rest of it. So it did have an effect. And um, But I'll tell you something. While some people would say it's negative, it wasn't negative because I learned a lot from that. I learned a lot that I needed to be my best to give you guys to be the best. So I had to lead by example. I had to make sure that I was in good health so that I could actually be there for you and Annika and mum. And that's why obviously over the last three years, well, two years especially, dad's been getting healthy and fit and he's back to being the fittest and healthiest he's been because I want to be the best example for you and Annika as you grow up. And I also want to be there to have fun. Um, and as you know, now we go and play soccer together, we walk on the beach together, we box together, we can do all those sorts of stuff. So it's important um, for, for me to be in the best shape possible so I can be there for you and Annika as well. Okay. Don't mind the background noises if you can hear them, just throwing that out there. And um, also, did mum have a personality change? No, not at all. Um, mum, your mum, you're very lucky to have a mother that you do who's always growing and learning and evolving. Um, she's a very special woman. She's very patient. She's very loving. She's very kind. Uh, and she's always done an amazing job with you guys because she talks to you guys as adults. And she's always there for you, as you know, um, to discuss anything that you want to discuss with her. Mum is always learning and growing and she inspires me to learn and grow um, and learn more about myself. Um, as you know, your mum is a mindset coach and helps others with their mindset and being more focused and she practices what she preaches. So um, she's always working on herself, working on um, being better tomorrow than what she is today, which is an amazing quality. Were you careful? Were you careful um, when, when mum was pregnant? Were you more careful um, with her? Oh, no, I'm always careful with mum. My, my dad, your granddad, always taught me to make sure that you look after women because they're special, especially your wife. You look after her and, and make sure you protect her, you look after her, that you, you're there for her. Um, so I always do. But, of course, when she was pregnant, she needs extra special attention and care. She, you know, she needs somebody to make sure to be there, to love her, um, because it's scary for her too. She's carrying another... Um, human inside of her. Now, I don't know what that feels like, obviously, because men can't have babies. But that is just, that would be just mind boggling from an experience and a big responsibility. So, of course, while she was pregnant, you give that extra care and attention to, um, to be there for her and, um, and help her. Okay, so now this is a would you rather question. Would you rather have a loving family 
or get anything you want in life. Oh, easy one. Loving family. Because getting anything you want in life means nothing if you don't have people to experience it with. So therefore, the loving family is the most important part because if you can have anything in the world but you don't have anyone to share it with, you don't have a loving family to share it with, well, then it's useless. It's worth nothing. Would you go shopping with mum when um, anywhere, anytime? Like, out of the blue. Like, when she said, oh, let's go shopping, you said yes. Yes, of course, because if I've got the time and that's what your mum wants to do, then I'm happy to do that because it's, it's relationships are all about give and take. When I want to do something, your mum's there to help me and be there and experience it with me. And when she wants to do something, I'm there. And uh, why do you ask specifically about shopping? <laughs> because um, some people don't like shopping, so... They would rather choose not going shopping. Like over. you? You don't yeah, like shopping? I would, I would yes. go shopping. Okay, we've got time for one more question in the spirit of keeping it under 10 minutes. What's your last question for me, Ali? Why do you keep it under 10 minutes? Of course, because it's called a flashcast. And a lot of people don't have 45 minutes an hour to listen to um, podcasts. So we keep this short, sharp, um, under 10 minutes. It's a great question, but we keep it there. And it's all about answering and being as clear and precise as possible without taking up too much of people's times. Ali, last words. Just saying to everyone, um, choose family over anything you want, as I said in the would you rather question, because if, as you said, if you don't have anyone to share it with, then there's no point. Mate, you are so wise and I love you to death. Ali DeBella, it's an honour to have you. Thanks for interviewing me. You've been listening to Philip DeBella and Ali DeBella. This is Flashcast by PDB. Until next time, be the best you can be.